is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Eve. And welcome to the Sunday Recap, talking week 11 here at Fantasy Football Today. It's an Adam and Heath show today. And we want to ask you a question, everybody. Are you hiring? If you are, you got to use ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. So try it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT, ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. Heath, wow, everybody's freaking out about Kareem Hunt. If with For good reason. Decent reason, decent reason. Yeah, and I I told people to buy low on him coming into this week and last week's bye week, and I still don't necessarily disagree with that. Um, but like they were, Andy Reid was really stupid today. Oh, he and was so stupid. Comple- today. Completely and totally cost his team a very easy victory against a terrible football team, <laughs> and he should be embarrassed. <laughs> I think Kareem Hunt is like tenth right now as of Sunday night entering the Sunday night game in rushing yards. So he just yeah. needs to start scoring touchdowns. But you know what? We'll get to him in a little bit. We got a lot of news to talk about with Chris Thompson out for the season, most likely. We don't know officially, but probably out for the season. Same thing with, uh, De- uh, Deontay Foreman. Kelvin Benjamin got hurt today. We had a quarterback change that followed a stupid quarterback change. Uh, we've got Matt Moore now in Miami. So we'll talk about that. We'll do some buy or sell from our listeners. Heath made a huge mistake on Twitter. And this is after he called me out for a Twitter mistake. I can't wait to, to, uh, Call him out for his Twitter mistake. Winners. And I losers. made a Twitter mistake. Oh, huge Twitter mistake. Like just of epic proportions. Of epic. That's propor- that's strange because yeah. I'm a great tweeter. You know nothing, Heath Cummings. Now here's the big news. Chris Thompson carted off with a broken leg. What do you think the impact is on the Redskins' offense? Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, huge, huge, huge beneficiary. Well, he's 79 percent owned. Uh huh. That's pretty much it. Like it's maybe a little better for Jamison Crowder. It's good for the tight ends. Is it worse but... for Kirk Cousins? Is it worse for Cousins? I don't really think so. He's no. not leaning heavily on anyone. I looked at Cousins' six big games with twenty-three or more fantasy points, including today's. In two of those games, Thompson had a hundred yards. In three of them, he scored a touchdown. Three of them, he had twenty-six or fewer yards, but I, I but touchdowns in two of those three bad games. But I don't know, but I don't think that Cousins can't get numbers without him. No, I don't, uh, no. Right. No. Okay. I, this, this, I, I have no concern about Kirk Cousins without Chris Thompson. It's mostly just more opportunity for other people. Who are you gonna like better rest of the season? Samaje Pirine or Kenyon Drake? Pirine. Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Adrian Peterson. Pirine. Okay. All right, P. Ryan, if he's available, you get him. He's 79% owned. He finally had a good game. I mean, he's been pretty bad this year, but 23 carries. Right. And he always gets work when he's when Rob Kelly's out. So. Right. Uh, Nate Peterman. How about that experiment? You know, there have been a lot of Nate Peterman jokes. I'm gonna. I, I'm just going to stay away from them. I think it's mean. I feel bad for the guy. What do you, what, <laughs> what do you think? I, I am very, very conflicted. Because I'm usually of the belief that we act like we know better than coaches, and we are stupid for thinking that, and they are football coaches and we are not. But I'm also, like, everyone knew 
that it was stupid to bench Tyrod Taylor. And I really feel like I just hope the Bills miss the playoffs by one game. Uh, And McDermott just wears this one for the rest of his career. It could have been the front office. You never know. uh, It could have been. It was ridiculously stupid. And he should be apologizing to Nate Peterman. Yeah, I mean, Peterman, definitely not. Five interceptions in the first half, and then Tyrod Taylor came back in in the second you half. You could have done had better. Nice game. I, I mean, I wouldn't have done worse because I never would have thrown five passes. I would have taken the ball. I would have taken a knee and thrown it to the ref after every play. Like that would He had negative eight fantasy points. I would have had probably like negative two just on the, on the rushing yards. Ten knees, negative twenty, something like that. But yeah. he's, uh, he's awful. Good for Tyrod. So how far out of the of the playoffs are they? Actually, they're not. They're five and five. Baltimore yeah. right now is the sixth seed at five and five. Yes, that's incredible. They, they were the sixth seed when they made the decision to bench Tyrod for Peterman. Mm. Well, okay, <laughs> it didn't work, and now Tyrod it, Taylor. I, is, I'm big on being loyal to your team, and I understand that. All Bills fans have a free pass to choose whatever team you want. No, no. Yes. Yes, your team has tried as hard as they can to miss the playoffs. They've that's, traded that's away kind of true, half of their good players, and then that didn't work. Like this is the major league of football. The, yeah. this, this is the major league. Rachel Phelps is, a, yes. is an owner. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is fifty-eight percent owned. I'm, I'm surprised that that many owners held on to him, but he had nineteen fantasy points and a half. He's at Kansas City <laughs> next week. Uh, he's got and. New England, he's got New England twice on his schedule. I, I think it's pretty clear that's no longer a good matchup, but every other matchup for Tyrod Taylor is very good going forward. So he's relevant again. Um, Kelvin Benjamin, though, was ruled out for the game with a knee injury. So when I dropped tra- Charles Clay this morning, he's my third tight end on a team. When I dropped him, Nate Peterman was the quarterback and Kelvin Benjamin was healthy. Now I'm going to really regret dropping Charles Clay, who actually dropped a touchdown in this game. Uh, he, so you could probably want to pick him up, Calvin Benjamin out. And we don't know what the injury is, but he left in the first quarter with a knee injury. Uh, Deontay Foreman tore his Achilles on his second touchdown run of the game. Can't be bad news for, for Lamar Miller, right? No, just terrible for the kid. I mean, he's having a, a monster game, really progressing as the season's gone on, and now he's done. Alfred Blue is going to be involved. They won't just give the ball to Lamar Miller 30 times. So you'll see a little Alfred Blue sprinkled in here and there. But, yeah, I would expect this means a larger share for Lamar Miller. Okay, and in Los Angeles, well, the game was in Minnesota, but we really would love Robert Woods to not miss any time because he's really emerging, Heath. Uh, he had another good game. He had eight catches for 81 yards on 11 targets. He looks really good. He's a talented guy. Finally, finally showing what, you know, why he was a high draft pick. So Robert Woods is was only started in 59% of leagues, but he's got a shoulder injury, and we'll know more, I'm sure, by two. Well, it's just like we said it all year, all year last year. Robert Woods just needs to get out of Sammy Watkins' shadow in Buffalo. <laughs> That's a good point. I don't know why I never thought about that. Reunited. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anyway, he had a, he had another big game, in, especially in PPR. Jay Cutler left with a concussion, so Matt Moore takes over, and. Does very well in the second half. He had 17 fantasy points, and that is basically exactly what he did against the Jets. Then he stunk it up against Baltimore, but what do you think about Matt Moore with New England and then Denver and then New England in his next three games? No, thank you. I'm I'm not interested in that. And you know what? I've just got a beef 
with you. Oh. I, I got a text from you earlier today. <laughs> uh, we share a team. I think we've talked about that enough. And I didn't want to start Marvin Jones today. Uh-huh. So I benched him this morning for Alex Collins. Mm-hmm. And Marvin Jones scored a touchdown. And you texted me, Ugh, I hate you. Hashtag Marvin Jones. Who ended up and Marvin Jones points? ended up outscoring out. Oh, okay. So I Alex still hate Collins. you. So that's legit. By, I think I think by a point and a half. Phew, if I hope we win by a point and a half. I would just like to say to you, Ugh, I hate you. Hashtag Devontae Parker. Yeah. Well, I didn't tell you that we need to start Devontae Parker. Did it, I? It, you're the only reason Devontae Parker's on our team. I don't know that he needs to be anymore because we know Matt Moore loves Kenny Stills. Yeah. And Kenny Stills had a huge game in this one. He had well over 100 yards and a touchdown. So uh, go ahead and rank the Dolphins wide receivers going forward. What format? Oh, standard, standard first. Okay. I, I guess it, it may not matter. I think I'd go Stills. No, Landry, Stills, Parker. All right. And like, next three matchups might be really, really bad for them. New England twice and Denver. Um, I, yeah. Go ahead. I, I don't think it, New England will be bad for all of them. True. Uh, CJ Anderson had a costly fumble in the fourth quarter and he did not get another touch, uh, the rest of the game. And Booker had a good game. So keep an eye on that situation. Booker is less than 30% owned. AJ Green beat Bradley Roby for a touchdown. Bradley Roby had a terrible game. And honestly, the Broncos coaching staff, they really, you need to point a finger at them because they did not, they put Bradley Roby in a situation to fail. Like they should have shadowed AJ Green with Harris or with, uh, with Talib and they didn't. And Roby had a bad game, and and that's ultimately I think that's the biggest reason they lost. And DeAndre Hopkins beat Patrick Peterson for a touchdown. So the wide receivers with these brutal matchups, Heath, they came through today. AJ Green and, and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, start your studs. Yeah, and Michael Thomas did too. So uh, I don't know if it was that bad of a matchup. I don't think he saw that much of Josh Norman, but um, though if there were some concerns, they were good. We'll see what happens with Des Bryant tonight, or you know, last night, depending on when you listen to this. Here's some buy or sell. Most of it's from our listeners. Some of it's from me, but this one's from Brian. Buy or sell that you have to drop Kareem Hunt in the rankings. Darkwa and Collins are better. Um, the Buffalo Bills have given up approximately 800 rushing yards over their last three games, and Kareem Hunt faces the Bills next week. And that was only a slight exaggeration. They were over 500 coming into this game, and they gave up at least 175 this week. So they're over 700 for the wow. last three weeks. Wow. Um, so I will not be dropping Kareem Hunt in my rankings for this week. I mean, look, 18 carries for 73 yards is not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. The Giants did have Damon Harrison in the game. Um, I'd like to see him do more in the passing game, Kareem Hunt. Our next buy or sell is from Joy. Kareem Hunt is no longer must start. Buy or sell. I could listen to that. Now, if again, if we're just talking about week 12, he is absolutely about as must-start as they come. The week after that, he faces the Jets. The week after that, he faces the Raiders. The week after that, he faces the Chargers. I just don't know when you're sitting Kareem Hunt. Like, I And this, this is kind of like what happened with Todd Gurley a little bit last year, only it's all happened in the, in the microcosm of one season. But Kareem Hunt gave you seven points in a standard league and ten points in a PPR league today? Yeah. That's not what we expect when we rank him as a top five running back. That's a disappointment. I'm not trying to say it's not. But the odds that you have two running backs on a regular basis that are giving you that type of production are low. 
Yeah, and 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 then like let's go even further. Farther, the odds that you have someone in your flex that's going to be definitely right. better than Hunt. He just so needs to I, score. I know he's a disappointment. I own him in leagues. I am disappointed. I understand your disappointment, but let's not go too far. It's seven straight games without a touchdown. And that's he, that's really disappointing. Yeah. And I wish Andy Reid. He's such a good coach, but he does some things that makes you think he's Sean McDermott. He. I, I mean, like they threw the ball way too much. Kareem Hunt had four carries in the first half. I think that's I know. ridiculous. Twenty-five I know mile that. per hour winds. Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, this is from Kyle. Buy or sell? Both Ingram and Kamara are top seven running backs rest of season. I believe Ingram and Kamara will both be top seven running backs rest of season. What about yes. Kamara? Not. I'm not sure about Kamara because I don't know who that is. <laughs> top seven. I still feel like. Uh, I have one of my better leagues has Kamara. It's PPR. I mean, so that's obviously like an amazing pick. Alvin Kamara and PPR has been one of the best draft picks, you know, for all, for fantasy owners. One of the best right. values. I just like, I don't feel like he can keep scoring at this rate. You know, you're right. You're right. But what was he today? Number two running back overall. Yeah. Oh, uh, really? He was better than I Ingram? don't. I don't know in PPR. Uh, I'll tell you. So, well, McCoy, McCoy was probably better. Uh, I think they were tied. Yeah, he was right up there. He was, he was probably number one. Tied for so, number one with Ingram and McCoy. I'll say he's number seven. Yeah. So, and then he drops off in production a little bit for you. <laughs> Alright, good for, uh, good for the Camaro owners though. He's been great. And he's catching so many passes. Buy or sell. Phillip Rivers is a top ten quarterback rest of season. Bye. Good, but, good schedule. Yeah. He's been, he, he was good today. Only played three quarters, but he, no, I, I buy it. Buy or sell from Will. Can't trust Doug Martin anymore. I think that's pretty clear. That even with a perfect gain script, even with a bunch of work again, even against a defense that has just been gashed, he averaged two yards per carry. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, what did he average last year? 2.9 yards per carry? And that's that, maybe that's a bad way to say it. I'll just say he had 38 carries with high volume, but or 38 yards with, with high volume. Mm-hmm. He, he was he was bad. Yeah, it's good. people are definitely going to be sitting Doug Martin. Uh, not not you know not universally. You still you get a guy with 19 carries, you always have a chance to score a touchdown, but he's not catching passes, and it's been bad. Uh, buy or sell from Rick Juju Smith Schuster will be a top 20 wide receiver rest of season. I'm going to sell that. I think he's more of a borderline number two. If you said top 25, it'd be closer. I definitely think he'll be top 30. This one's from me. Buy or sell. New England is a bad matchup now. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm conflicted on that because there was still plenty of production to be had. Marshawn Lynch gashed them, just didn't get enough carries. Amari Cooper, despite dropping every other ball that was thrown his way, still had a good day. Um, so I'm not, I'm not staying, I'm not going away from New England. The, the best thing about New England is the fact that you're almost guaranteed garbage time. That's true. Uh, they are so much better than every other team. It's insane. Yeah. They're so much better. Uh, this is from Cam. You know what? Let's see what the Eagles do. Maybe the Eagles are in their class, but like nobody's going to pick the Eagles to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl if that's what it comes down to. Right? No, come on. You're not doing it. No. From Cam, buy or sell, Josh Doxson will be a wide receiver one rest of season. Oh, I think he'll be the Redskins wide receiver one. You do? Yeah. 
You like him better than Crowder? I like him better than Crowder. Um, he is a guy that leaves a lot of opportunities on the table. A lot. Then how is he, how is he better than Jamison Crowder? Because of his, the opportunities he gets, Kirk Cousins throws the ball to him in the end zone. Kirk Cousins throws the ball to him down the field. Jamison Crowder is more in that intermediate area and short targets and no thank you. Okay. Buy or sell from Peter. Keenan Allen is a top five wide receiver rest of season. That's probably a little strong, but in PPR, I'm not sure he's that far off. Well, I mean, can we forget about the fact that he just had six straight games with between four and six fantasy points in standard? And well, I said PPR. Yeah, but entering today, he had this, today was his second game. Keenan Allen's second game with more than five catches. Yeah, and they have a fantastic schedule. We think Philip Rivers is going to be a top ten quarterback. Yeah, that's by far his best wide receiver. Hunter Henry is just bad now. So, yep. No, I mean, it's. Look, top five is not that crazy just because wide receiver is not what we thought. Right. But I'm sure we can name five wide receivers we'd rather and have. It may come down to something as silly as does Brandon Cooks have one or two monster games left? Yeah, maybe. Does Doug Baldwin have one or two monster games left? Buy or sell from Chris Long. David Johnson coming back in time to help people win their fantasy seasons. <sighs> I really still don't think so. But it's worth the speculative ad just in case. I'm not telling you to drop him if I say no, but my guess is still no. All right, David Johnson. Yeah, it seems like a bit of a long shot. Uh, This is from Matt. Buy or sell. Now allowing to celebrate touchdowns is the best thing to happen to football since the forward pass. I would not go that far, but I do enjoy (laughs) the celebrations. You know, it's great. It's like, no, they're not, they're not, um, they're all well-intentioned. You know, they're just guys like having fun. They're not showy. They're not, um, rubbing it in. Like, mm. like I kind of felt like. Who cares? Rub it in. Oh, well, I'd, like, I'd I, never I, like I hope the stuff. next celebration is somebody literally rubbing it in. <laughs> yeah, I never like that stuff. And from the dude abides, buy or sell, the Jaguars DST is a top 15 overall player. Uh, I guess that would depend on your scoring system. There are some of our leagues where defenses score way too many fantasy points, and they they might finish in the top 15 in fantasy points. But I would say if that's the case, then you should adjust your scoring system. All right, but, like, they are really, really good, and they deserve to be rewarded for how good they are. This is an outstanding defense. Would you rather have rest of season the Jaguars, DST, or Emmanuel Sanders? Um, I would trade Emmanuel Sanders for the Jaguars to use too. What about Demarius Thomas? I would take Demarius. Devin Funchess or the Jaguars DST? Funchess. Okay. All right, it's time to call out Heath. Everybody ready? Everybody excited? Yeah, you're going to screw this up. Why? Go ahead. You use the Game of Thrones gif on Twitter. Correct. You don't that's, even that's like correct. or watch Game of Thrones. You are not all, allowed to use a Jon Snow. Correct. You're not allowed to use Jon Snow. So you, your interpretation is that you can only use a GIF if you like the original adaptation you, of You that don't even scene. understand the references. You don't know anything about Jon Snow. I, I, it was a tweet. Wait, what was the tweet about? I don't remember. Weather and the snow and wind. And the tweet was of a man, apparently from Game of Thrones, you don't even standing, know who he was? No. Standing in cold 
blustery conditions with snow. Now, it was perfectly applicable. You don't get it. Yes, it was applicable, but you don't get to use Jon Snow when you have denounced Game of Thrones. I didn't denounce it. I just said it's overrated. That's denouncing it. I didn't say it was bad. It's fine. You guys just act like it's really good. It is really good. Before season seven, anyway. I, okay. What is it? I didn't screw up anything there. That was a perfectly lucid argument. No, no. Let's do it. Why don't you do a Twitter poll? Are you allowed to use GIFs from shows that you don't watch? Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Do it. <laughs> All right. We'll do that right now. Your winners and losers. Let's start with your winners, Heath. Alex Collins. Alex Collins is one of your winners. 78% owned. I'll tell you one thing. The, the Packers run defense. They've given up touchdowns lately. You think about the Amir Abdullah game a couple of weeks ago. Their their yards per carry has been very good. Like Isaiah uh, – no, who did they face last week? I keep forgetting. They won. Bears. Uh, they did a good job against Jordan Howard. Yards per carry has been good. They are giving up touchdowns. So Collins with 20 carries for 49 yards, you know, bad yards per carry. But let's give the Packers defense a little bit of credit there. Anyway, why is Alex Collins one of your one of your winners? Yeah, this isn't even so much about his production, although we'll certainly take the 20. It's, it's, it's the touches. 20 carries in Danny Woodhead's first game back. Also got four receptions. They were throwing the ball to him more than they were throwing it to anyone but Danny Woodhead, which was kind of surprising. They have decided that Alex Collins is their number one running back. Danny Woodhead is their third down running back. And that's outstanding for Alex Collins owners because we've had some confusion. I, I didn't start Alex Collins in at least one league this week because I was a little concerned about his role. Now, I was happy to start him in our <laughs> shared league over Marvin Jones. Um, I don't know why. No, it was I, a losing play. Yeah, it did turn out to be a losing play. But no, it, this was a, a very good development, and I think you have to view him as a pretty solid number two in non-PPR leagues. Twitter etiquette question. On Twitter, are you allowed to use GIFs from TV shows that you don't like? Don't watch. But you don't like it. Don't. Okay, sure. Like slash watch. I just posted it. Okay, that's fine. You all right with that? Yep, I'm good <laughs> oh, with that. crap. You're, you're killing me here. 85% to 15%. 13 votes in. We got time. We got time. Your other winner is Tyrod Taylor. I think we talked about him, but I think you could definitely use him at Kansas City uh, in week 12. So losers from this week. This is an interesting one. 80% owned James White. What do you think his ownership percentage should be after waivers run on Tuesday? I mean, I think it probably in half of leagues, maybe 50% you hold on to him just because your league's deep enough that you figure the Patriots running back merry-go-round is going to come back to James White at some point before the season is over. But right now, there's not, he's not, does not have the role that he had at the beginning of the year. Rex Burkhead's getting a lot more targets. Deion Lewis got more targets in this game. And I think it looks pretty clear for, I'm not going to say for the rest of the season, but currently, until somebody fumbles or misses a block, this is a Deion Lewis-Rex Burkhead backfield. Rex Burkhead did fumble today. I, and, But it was okay. Because I, the I don't know how okay with it. He, I think a lot of his carries came late. I'm not 100% sure on that. But it's a, it's a Deion Lewis ball carrier backfield. Like he's going to lead yes. them. He's probably going to lead them in carries most weeks if not every week going forward. Would you agree? Well, that's I I would disagree with your ability to say that. It's the New England Patriots. But he but he leads them in carries every week. I bet he's led them in carries 5 weeks in a row. 
Yeah, th- I think that's probably right. And we're 11 weeks into the season, and Mike Gillisley led them in carries the first six. Gillisley's done. Gillisley got the chance, and he blew it. Why do we have this argument every week, and then every week Deion Lewis leads them in, tar- in carries? I we had this argument the first six weeks of the season with Mike Gillisley. No, I, I don't because Gillisley wasn't doing well. Like Lewis is doing well, and a, a receiving touchdown today. Oh my god, that was that amazing. was huge. That was huge. He's so good in that role. I I don't expect it. I, I I don't think you can expect it from Deion Lewis in the passing game. But man, if they start using him that way, it would make sense. He's so good. That's what he used to do for them. Oh yeah, I think he's their best best pass catching running back. And, and they've got three really good ones. Uh, your other yep. losers, Doug Martin. I think we covered him. Um, would you rather have Samaj P. Ryan or Doug Martin? <laughs> Who does Washington <laughs> play next week? Giants on Thursday. Doug Martin plays at Atlanta. I'd probably stick with Martin. I don't like Doug Martin's schedule very much. No, no. And I don't even know how much his schedule matters after what he just did against the Dolphins. It's true, yeah. All right, let's play a game that we usually do on the Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We're going to bring it. I've done it before on, on the football podcast, but but here we go. It's called Hey Real Quick. Hey, uh, real quick, Heath. Alex Collins or Deion Lewis? Ooh. That's a good question. <laughs> I I believe I would go Deion Lewis. I would like to have both. Philip Rivers or Alex Smith? Rivers. All right. So can we forgive Alex Smith, though? For this bad performance, can we call it weather-related? This is not—see, when you called me out on Twitter, that was not what I thought I was going to get called out for. Oh. Uh, oh, the I Mah- did Patrick Mahomes H- thing? What's that? The Patrick Mahomes thing? Yeah, I did uh, I did tweet—and uh, first off, the whole retweet if thing is really kind of cheesy, but— What is that? Uh, retweet if you're ready for the Patrick Mahomes era. Oh, you, you and, did that? Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are. A lot of people are ready. Yeah, I'm not, I don't, I'm not necessarily forgiving Alex Smith. It's just, I don't, he's Alex Smith still. Alex Smith, as I looked at it this morning, Alex Smith, I would say, has been one of the most matchup dependent quarterbacks this year. When he's had good matchups, he's really killed those good matchups. When he's had bad matchups, he hasn't done very well. Uh, this game was a good matchup, but 25 mile per hour wins. That's, that's a big deal. And, the two teams really didn't throw the ball downfield very much at all until the Chiefs actually had to, or until Travis Kelsey threw a pass, um, which was intercepted. Travis Kelsey and Shane Doreen. He does. Great arm. Travis Kelsey yeah, and Shane Doreen threw uh, interceptions in this game. It was weird. What's that? It, Travis Kelsey and Shane Vereen threw picks. It was very strange. Yeah, I mean, and that, yeah, I think that's the second time in three weeks that uh, the Chiefs have thrown an interception that wasn't Alex Smith throwing the ball. Uh, Ty- Tyreek Hill threw one against the Broncos. I don't know what Andy Reid is doing. Yeah. Well, he, he would like you to know that he has a very big playbook. Like, Alex Smith does have good matchups going forward. He has Buffalo at the Jets, Oakland, and the Chargers, and Miami. Like, he's got a great schedule. Uh, you yeah, took Rivers Four of those are at home. He's, he's a lot better on the road. You believe, you buy that, or you think it's fluky? I think it's fluky. <laughs> All right. All right, but just because you're taking Rivers over him doesn't mean you're burying Alex Smith. Right. Right. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, Ben Roethlisberger or Kirk Cousins, rest of season? I'm looking at the schedules. I think I'll take Ben. Okay. And I think then... I'll take Ben, but they're both still low-end number ones for me. I'm still kind of tilting over what Ben did on Thursday night. 
And then, hey, real quick, Ben Roethlisberger or Drew Brees, rest of season? Brees. 25 fantasy points for Brees. That's good. It's good. But we still haven't had a big game. He hasn't had more than 26 in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. But, I mean, the, yeah, last well. two, the last two drives of the game, he completed 11 of 11 passes. Like, the guy can still play. It's pretty obvious. <clears throat> uh, hey, real quick, Heath, Amari Cooper or Jamison Crowder, rest of season? Cooper. You sure? Yep. No hesitation. Hey, real quick, uh, Michael Crabtree or Marvin Jones? Crabtree. Alvin Kamara or AJ Green? Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's a good one. That, that is a good one. I think I'll go AJ. Okay. I mean, it's great that AJ Green was able to score against Denver and terrible coaching, bad decisions. Uh, so I think, you know, Maybe Denver's hiring a new defensive coordinator next year. I'm not sure. But if you are hiring, or if you could be hiring sometime in the future, remember this URL. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. ZipRecruiter is great if you need the right talent for your business, but you're short on time. It's more streamlined and less time-consuming. And with ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. And then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifies qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting. So you're going to get the best possible matches, and that is why ZipRecruiter stands out. It finds the right candidates for you. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. Right now... Our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. Yeah, for free, everybody. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. One more time. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash FFT. That's ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Some more news and notes for you from around the NFL. The Saints' top cornerback, Marshawn Lattimore, he's been a big reason why they've turned their defense around. He left with an injury. We'll keep an eye on that. Leonard Floyd of the Chicago Bears, their linebacker, he has a potentially serious knee injury. Drew Brees says, I don't, I don't know why I put this in the notes. I heard it during the broadcast. I thought maybe you'd be interested. Uh, Troy Aikman said on the broadcast that Drew Brees says he's never been around a more competitive wide receiver than Michael Thomas. I like that. Green Bay linebacker Clay Matthews left with a groin injury. Apparently Duke Johnson limped, limped off the field late in the fourth quarter. I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, the Jacksonville DST, in addition to scoring a defensive touchdown, they got screwed out of another defensive touchdown. And Rams cornerbacks, Kayvon Webster and Nikhil Roby Coleman, Coleman, they both left with injuries. Two uh, Rams defensive backs leaving with an injury. Heath, let's play a quick game of who's the boss, Mona? Who's the boss in the Minnesota backfield, Jarek McKinnon or Latavius Murray? Um, Latavius Murray is, I guess, technically the boss. He would be Angela. Um, pretty annoying, but definitely <laughs> getting the most out of the situation. But Jarek McKinnon is still Tony because he's cool. And um, I would still rather start McKinnon on a regular basis. All right. It's two like kind of duds in a row for him. 60 total yeah. yards, 57 total yards in his last two games. Kind of duds. I mean, he was still good in PPR today, right? Not really. I mean, 11 fantasy points. It's not bad. All right. It's not great, but um, McKinnon, Jamie brought up a good point. After the bye, maybe his ankle healed. After their bye, he's had, he's had his best games. Right. So, you mean Murray? Correct. Okay. Murray, yeah. So uh, Murray with 15 carries for 95 yards and two touchdowns. 
after 17 for 68 and a touchdown last week. And now this is five straight games with 15 or more carries. Um, last thing, he seems to get the short yardage work. That's the, that's the key. Yeah, that's why he's Angela. Angela. Alright, who's the boss in the Miami backfield? Oh, man. I guess it's Damian Williams. <laughs> like, we, we wanted it to be Kenyon Drake. He has had a couple of really big plays. But once again, at the start of this game, they're giving Damian Williams more work. Damian Williams had the big play this week. Kenyon Drake did absolutely nothing. I think you have to view it as Williams, but I don't want to start either one. Who's the boss in the Baltimore wide receiving core? Oh, yeah. We're getting back on the Mike (laughs) Wallace hype train, baby. Four for 56 and a touchdown. Great matchup against Houston. I will say that it's pretty much a split decision. But I'll give a slight edge to Wallace. All right, Wallace is 36% owned. And and Green Bay, I mean, every week they give up nine or more fantasy points to a wide receiver. I figured it would be Macklin. It was Wallace. And most weeks they give up like eight fantasy points to a second wide receiver. They didn't do that in this game. But Joe Flacco, you know, not very good. He didn't play that badly today, but they have a bad passing game. Um, I think that's about it. We've covered uh, all the other who's the bosses. So let's go to the leaderboard and take a look at the top five quarterbacks. In fantasy week 11, Ben Roethlisberger still number one. And remember, the Sunday night and Monday night games have not happened. Roethlisberger one, Kirk Cousins two, Tom Brady tied for second with 31 fantasy points, also with Kirk Cousins. This is six point per passing touchdown leagues. Man, high scoring week for these quarterbacks. Roethlisberger, Cousins, Brady, Breeze four, Yo Gabbert Gabbert five, Blaine Gabbert number five, Heath. Get ready to stream Joe Flacco is all I can say about that. <laughs> I guess, yeah, taking advantage of that. Actually, that is pretty amazing. That's how bad Houston's pass defense is. That's yep. amazing. Um, but it didn't stop Larry Fitzgerald. They had another nice game. Good for him. All right, then. Anything else to say about Roethlisberger, Cousins, Brady, or Breeze? I don't really yeah. think so. Um, That's fine. I, I thought it was really interesting just going back to Thursday night real quick. I'm sure you guys talked about it a lot on Friday. I thought it was really interesting that this was the game where they've got a two-score lead and Ben gets 40-plus pass attempts. Because on a per-pass basis, he wasn't really that good. Still averaged 6.6 yards per attempt. Yeah, but they they wanted to go no huddle. They wanted to go hurry up, and they did. And I just I wonder what that means for Le'Veon. Well, he had nine catches. We did talk about that. In PPR, you're safe. Right. You know, he's so good in the passing game, in the, you know, as a receiver. All right, your top five running backs this week in standard scoring were LaShawn McCoy, Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray, Deontay Foreman, and Alvin Kamara. And since Foreman is out for the season, we'll go to the sixth, which was Jordan Howard. On just 15 carries, he had 125 yards and a touchdown. LaShawn McCoy, Mark Ingram, Latavius Murray, Deontay Foreman, Alvin Kamara, and Jordan Howard, Heath. I guess all that worrying about LaShawn McCoy was all for naught, and especially now that Tyrod Taylor is back as the quarterback, I think he's going to be just fine. And Melvin Gordon had a good game, too, with 14 fantasy points. 20 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Your top five wide receivers in fantasy week 11 in standard scoring. Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, Kenny Stills, Brandon Cooks, and Adam Thielen. Brown, Allen, Stills, Cooks, and Thielen. Adam Thielen is amazing. When we were talking about Minnesota, I should have said that he's Mona because he's hot. Is Mona hot? 
Mona was the hot grandma, remember? All right, let me let me look up Mona. You're, you're, this is not going to end well. <laughs> Mona from Who's the <laughs> Boss? Google image. This is not. Oh going god, to end you well. idiots! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why is she in a bikini in this picture on Who's the Boss? That was not what I was expecting. Wow, you're the boss right now for making me do that. Good congratulations, good work. You're welcome. Um, Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen. Rank them rest of season. Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen. I will go. I don't have to do week to week scoring. It's just total points scored. Yeah, sure. I'll go Cooks, Thielen, out Allen. Cooks, Thielen, Allen. Would you take Cooks over? Would you take Thielen over Cooks in PPR? Yes. All right. Uh, your top five tight ends this week, Fantasy Week 11. Oh, this one. I called this. I don't remember. I called the two-touchdown game for Ricky Seals-Jones. Yes, RSJ. R- remember, when he was good, remember when he was good in Tampa? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Ricky Seals-Jones, three catches, 54 yards, and two touchdowns. That was bizarre. O.J. Howard, 11 fantasy points. He's had three games, I believe, with 11 or more fantasy points, and every other game with like two with less than 20 yards. So I don't think you have to worry about Howard. Adam Shaheen, four for forty-one on a touchdown. Uh Kobe Fleener, nine fantasy points. That's how bad the Redskins are against tight ends. And Delaney Walker on Thursday night with six catches for ninety-two yards. So it's Ricky Seals Jones, OJ Howard, Adam Shaheen, Kobe Fleener, Delaney Walker. Kelsey would have been ahead of Fleener and Walker, but he threw a freaking interception. I think we're going to have to count this one as a win for you. You were telling me last week about how good tight end is this year. <laughs> and like Gronk and Kelsey aren't even top five tight ends because we have all these other great tight ends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Vernon Davis had another good game. Uh, good enough. Three for 67. Um, I, this, is, this is not a win for me at all. Because of the f- top five tight ends, four of them were not started at all. Seals, Jones, right. Howard, Shaheen, and Fleener. It was not a good week oh, for I tight know, ends. I know that. Yeah. It was not a win for you. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a good week for tight ends. Evan Ingram was a dud. Rob Gronkowski was a dud. We haven't had Ertz as we've do this podcast. Jared Cook was a dud. Why don't we stay on that? You know, um, any anybody that disappointed this week at tight end that red flags are up. Uh, Jared Cook every time, and not every time literally, but it feels like every time we even consider counting on Jared Cook as a guaranteed top ten tight end, he does this to us. Yeah. So you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we'll have Greg Olson next week. We also have Greg Olson on the podcast, uh, interviewing him on Tuesday. You should hear that on Wednesday. We'll have Greg Olson back next week and maybe Jordan Reed. Who knows? Not even sure that'd be a good thing at this point with the way Vernon Davis has played. Uh, almost touchdowns. Jordan Howard came up a yard short of a touchdown right before Adam Shaheen caught his. Cooper Cup fumbled around the two yard line. Mike Evans was open in the end zone. He couldn't hang on to a pretty hot pass from Fitzpatrick. Charles Clay had a touchdown called back on offensive pass interference. On the next play, he dropped a touchdown. And then on the next play, LaShawn McCoy caught a touchdown. So McCoy benefited from two almost touchdowns from Charles Clay. Drake Kirkpatrick, Bengals cornerback, picks off Brock Oxweiler a yard deep in the end zone, maybe two yards deep in the end zone, runs it back a 100 yards to the one, fumbles the football, falls on it, down at the one. Should have been a touchdown for Kirkpatrick and the Bengals DST. 
And then on consecutive plays in the Chargers-Bills game, Antonio Gates and Hunter Henry had end zone targets. Neither of them could haul it in. Tough catches to make. They didn't do it. All right, we go to the games. We go to New England and Oakland in Mexico City. We had a 60-plus yard field goal from uh, from Steven Goskowski in very high altitude. So it wasn't, you know, it was no big deal. I probably could have probably could have done that. Tom Brady, big game, 31 fantasy points. He had 28 last week. We have spent enough time talking about the Patriots running backs. Although, to be honest, I mean, it was it was a bad game for Rex Burkhead, Heath. Five carries, four catches, 37 total yards. Yeah, he was a disappointment. Um, Deion Lewis is just getting a bigger chunk. You know who— And speaking of Patriots running backs, Eagles running backs are the new Patriots running backs. Oh, Yeah. They just marched down the field, destroying the Cowboys on their very first drive. And uh, everybody was good. Jay Ajayi with one carry for six yards and a catch for ten. LeGarrette Blunt, two carries for 11 yards. Kenyon Barner caught a 22-yard no. pass. Then they had first and goal from the four, and they gave it to Barner for the touchdown. A handoff to Barner? Yes. Oh, what a crock of crap. That helps nobody. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. Yes, I have Carson Wentz in several leagues. That sucks. Okay. Um, Marshawn Lynch, thoughts going forward. He will have Denver next week, then the Giants, then the Chiefs. Lynch had 11 carries for 67 yards, and he just he hasn't had more than 14 since week one, 14 carries. This is exactly what Marshawn Lynch is. He is... He gets you the six or seven points. That's fine as a high-end number three running back. He's You're probably starting him if you start a flex. And maybe he scores a touchdown, and maybe you get that one week where he scores two. Yeah. I don't, think you're, star- I, I don't think you're starting him at a flex in a PPR most weeks. No. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, And and then, like, people get annoyed that we rank Amari Cooper high, and I get it. And this was not. I mean, three catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown? Fine. But... The Patriots do have good cornerbacks, and Malcolm Butler was on Cooper for most of the game. They did a really good job. I don't know. What do you think? You like Cooper going forward? I I think he has as much potential in any given gay game as just about any receiver in the NFL. I think he gonna be also some... has more bust potential than just about any receiver in the NFL. I think there are going to be some coaching changes uh, on that staff next year. Yeah, I think offensive coordinator could be a could be a different name. They're they're huge underachievers. They're having a terrible year. All right, Chargers fifty four, Bills twenty four. Chargers had the ball for about twelve more minutes than the Bills. Um, anything here for the Bills that we haven't talked about? I mean, it's just it's good news. It's good news for them that Tyrod's back. I I did not feel optimistic about Kelvin Benjamin's injury seeing it, but I've not heard anything yet. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, I guess you have to really consider Zay Jones a little bit more of a sleeper. Mm-hmm. He's getting up over 50% of his targets caught. And if he gets, I mean, if Benjamin's out, he may be getting eight to 10 targets a game. Yep. Might be somebody to look at. And Philip Rivers, I mean, we told you to buy low on Philip Rivers. The schedule is just so good going forward. At Dallas, Cleveland, I guess that Dallas game must be Thursday, huh? Um, at Dallas, Cleveland, Washington, at Kansas City, at the Jets, Oakland. So good stuff there. 
I, how do you feel about the fact that I started Austin Eckler against you in a league and he scored a touchdown? What, FFT or Podcast no. League? No, uh, Podcast League. Uh, well, that's stupid. Austin Eckler's not bad. I think uh, what, he's 54% owned. Do you think the Melvin Gordon owner has to have him, has to have Eckler? I don't know that you have to. If you've got – if you're three or four deep at running back with starting running backs, then maybe you don't. But if you're a little thin, then yes. Eckler's touchdown came late in the game. I mean, he had six carries and, and – Gordon had 20, so I don't think there's a controversy there. No, no, not at all. Cincinnati 20, Denver 17. Denver had the ball for 35 minutes and 11 seconds. They dominated the time of possession. The touchdown, the interception in the end zone is the biggest play of the game, but the poor use of Bradley Roby also cost them. And how about Andy Dalton? 24 fantasy points against the Broncos. The Broncos give up a lot of passing touchdowns. It's very weird, and they, they like they haven't been that bad of a matchup. It's weird. But Dalton's got Cleveland next week, Heath, and he's 67% on. Yeah, uh, let's hope that the wind's not blowing 110 miles an hour so that we can actually feel confident in using him. How do you feel about Joe Mixon? Like Joe Mixon, Doug Martin, Marshawn Lynch. Who do you like the best in that group? I like Marshawn, I think, the best, which is saying something because I pretty much hate Marshawn. Now I'm thinking about something, Heath. Maybe huh? this maybe this was a good week for my why my tight end argument. Oh boy. Because all I said was that nobody's really getting killed at tight end because like it's just so there's so many guys who are kind of the same. I think the people that started off Evan Ingram today feel like they got killed. Oh well, he was a bust. He was a dud. Um CJ Anderson with the fumble. But, I think this really bears watching. Go ahead. Yeah, um I was going to say about, about tight end though. Tyler Croft was one of our favorite streamers and he only scored 7 fantasy points, but that's good enough to be a streamer. Mm-hmm. The way that it is now. Um, yeah, Dave and I had a huge argument on F- on FFT this morning over CJ Anderson. And uh, I texted Dave after the Anderson touchdown because he had like 10 fantasy points in the first quarter and a half and said, uh, you were right. Good call on CJ Anderson. And I think he scored negative two the rest of the way. So it was a push. <laughs> I I don't feel good about him moving forward at all. Uh, well, I because of the fumble? Because even in this game where he scored the touchdown, he was sharing work and he was not good on a per carry basis. Yeah, I wish they I just, would just go to one guy. Yeah, and I don't. I don't believe they're going to. I, this might be the impetus to look. They lost again. Their season's pretty much over. Were they three and seven? So yeah. this might be the reason to go to Booker. But I think you have to pick up Booker. I, I look forward to hearing what. What Dave and Jamie have to say about it as well on Tuesday, but we'll see, you know. Sometimes fumbles mean nothing, but all I know is he fumbled in the fourth quarter. It was a huge play. He didn't get a touch the rest of the game. That's correct. Demarius Thomas, he did nothing. He didn't have a catch in the first half, and then six catches, 54 yards, and a touchdown. So that's three games with a touchdown now with Osweiler. And the thing I noticed also that we'll have to keep an eye on with their receivers is they seem to be running a lot more sets with out Demarius Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders on the field. Say that again. Um, a lot more sets without either Thomas or Sanders on the field. They're, hmm. they're definitely working the young receivers in there quite a bit as well. Interesting. Okay. Do you think it's crazy to drop Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah. I don't know if I would call it crazy. I probably wouldn't do it. Maybe in a ten-team league. Okay. All right. I mean, look, he he is he has been this guy for so long. 
Good game, bad game, good game, good game, bad game, bad game, bad game, bad game. Huge game. That's that's him. Uh Houston thirty one, Arizona twenty one. Yo Gabbert Gabbert, twenty five fantasy points. You know what that reference is, by the way? You're too old. Uh yes. Okay. I watched Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, I've seen hours and hours and hours of that show. And it was by far undeniably the best kid show for your kids to watch. Fresh beat band. Uh no, because they always had awesome guests. The the Yo Gabba Gabba with Jack Black. I never saw that. One. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'd be really shocked if it didn't win, win some sort of an award. <laughs> well, doesn't Sesame Street have great guests all the time? Yeah, but they have Muppets. They have Muppets. Yeah. Are, isn't that a different show? Sesame Street, Sesame Street and Muppets. But, but the, a lot of the Muppets are on Sesame Street. Are they? Okay, that's why. I guess that's why I've been so confused. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. Adrian Peterson, 14 carries for 26 yards with the Jaguars, then the Rams, then the Titans. Cut him. Yeah? Cut him? What are you going to do with him? I mean, would you cut him for Jamal Williams? We we have dis we we cannot uh believe in the fresh legs thing anymore. He's not going to have any more games this season, I don't believe, where he has more than a week off. Um No, but but it, if you're looking at your waiver wire, you're stuck at running back one week and you see a guy who's oh, he could get me 20 carries. Like what did we think about Samaje Ryan going into this week? We didn't think he was any good. He had a good game. Yeah, I would rather have P. Ryan than Peterson. I would rather have who? Who are those? Those three you just asked me out about? Jamal, Doug Martin, oh, Marshawn Doug Martin, Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, and Joe Mixon. Yep, take them all over, Adrian Peterson. Okay, uh, we had Lamar Miller with a receiving touchdown, twenty-two carries, and we talked about this. Yeah, we don't talk about this. DeAndre Hopkins, very good. Bruce Ellington, four percent owned, six for sixty-three on seven targets. If Will Fuller's out, I'm not saying he's a must own. But, but, oh, actually they have, who do they have next week? Uh, oh, they're at Baltimore. I thought they were Jacksonville, but that's Arizona. Uh, sorry. If Bruce Ellington is playing and Will Fuller is not, he needs to be owned in more than 4% of leagues. And I'm really, I, this doesn't have a lot to do with fantasy, but I want to see what Jacksonville does next week against Larry Fitzgerald. Ah, are they going yeah. to, are they going to move one of those young corners inside to try to shut Larry Fitzgerald down? And can, can they? Yes, I think they can. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm talking about one of the top Gabbard, three receivers of all time. If it's Gabbard or Stanton in there, I think they could shut down Larry Fitzgerald. I okay. Mean. <laughs> all right, Detroit 27, Chicago 24. What do you think about Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick? They switched roles. Abdullah got the uh, receiving touchdown. He had 11 carries. Riddick had nine carries and was not great, but he was better than Abdullah. What do you think about was- the backfield here? It was so funny too because right before that receiving touchdown, they gave Theo Riddick a yep. carry inside the five. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, what, what are you guys doing? Ugh. Um, I feel slightly less confident about the, Amir Abdullah being a number two running back than I did. I don't like like if they're going to split the carries sixty forty, then Amir Abdullah is in big trouble. Abdullah or Mixon rest of season? I'll still say Abdullah. Really? Because I think Mixon is going to get more carries. I I think that's the case too, but he needs more carries. Mm-hmm. That's true. He needs he needs twenty of them to get to fifty yards. Yeah, not a great schedule for him, for Mixon. Okay, right. uh, Golden Tate, th- great call by Dave. I know Dave had him still ranked pretty high because you got to respect Golden Tate, but he said Vic Fangio game plans to take Golden Tate out of the game 
And he did. Yep. Three, car- three catches, 32 yards on four targets. Uh, so do you trust Marvin Jones going forward? And their next game is Thursday at home on Matt's giving. I call it that because Matthew Stafford owns Thanksgiving against Minnesota, who they faced last year on Thanksgiving. Yes, I trust him. Marvin Jones? I'm sorry, I thought you said Golden Tate. No, I know. You should trust Golden Tate. You trust Marvin Jones. Is Rhodes fully healthy? I don't know. If Rhodes is healthy, I would say no. Okay. Now, are we going to fight about Marvin Jones every week in our league or what? Um, well, I wouldn't guess we're going to fight about him every week. This is the first week that I've said anything about it. It yeah. was bad weather conditions. I didn't want the downfield receiver. And uh, it only cost us two points. It was the right call. It, it, it was the wrong call. Uh, all right. Now, in this game, Tariq Cohen. Another thing that Dave mentioned on the mailbag show on Saturday that I guess there have been a lot of calls to get him more involved. And he was. Nine carries, 44 yards and a touchdown. Four catches for 15 yards. Tariq Cohen is 69% owned. What do you think? A very nice performance from Cohen. And I, they should do this. Their path to victory is give Jordan Howard 20 touches, give Tariq Cohen 15 touches, and hope the other team doesn't score too many points. People are so dumb. On Twitter, are you allowed to use GIFs from TV shows that you don't like? 66% say yes. Dumb. Stupid. So you're wrong. Baltimore (laughs) Baltimore 23, Green Bay nothing. The positive here is Devontae Adams, Heath. He had another big game. Hit over 100 yards. I think he's pretty clearly the number one wide receiver. Uh, we have really no use for Jordy Nelson any longer. Eight catches for 126 yards for Devontae Adams. And, yeah, we do have no use. That sucks. That's such a sad thing to say. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Jamal Williams, 70% owned. He had 20 carries for, for 67 yards last week. Um, sorry, I don't have his numbers in front of me. I will in one second. He had 18 carries for 57 yards this week. So what do you think? 18 carries, about 60 yards, and hopefully a touchdown every week? I think that's exactly what you're hoping for. Oh, actually, actually, I'm I'm reading this wrong. It's, I mean, I'm I'm reading the stats right, but I'm misreading the situation. Ty Montgomery is the guy, right, when he's healthy? I just don't know. Well, a couple things. I don't know how quickly Ty Montgomery is going to be quote unquote healthy. Once he is healthy, I don't know how long you would expect him to stay healthy. And I don't know why the Packers would have any faith in being able to give him the ball more than 10 or 12 times in a game because he can't stay healthy. So I, I came in, I was a Ty Montgomery guy and I still love his talent, but he's pretty much shown that he can't stay healthy. Jacksonville 19, Cleveland 7. Are we sticking by Marquise Lee? He had five catches for 45 yards on nine targets. Yes. I talked about this uh, before the game this morning, and I dropped him quite a ways in my rankings. It was like 35 degrees in Cleveland with sustained winds of 20 to 25 miles an hour and gusts above 30. Marquise Lee was born in SoCal, went to college in SoCal, and has played his entire professional career in Florida. I didn't yeah. expect him to have a good game. Yeah, and the wind, the wind, I think, is an even bigger factor. It's just hard to pass. Really hard to pass. Mercedes Lewis got the touchdown against Cleveland. That's not a big surprise. That means Tyler Croft next week is going to score against Cleveland. And what do you make of this bad game uh, for Isaiah Crowell? 11 carries for 18 yards. Um, I think the more important thing to take from that is this is now three straight games 
that the Jags have just been amazing against the run. And we kind of viewed them as a defense that you couldn't throw on, but you could still run on. And they, you just can't, you can't, no. And Corey Coleman, 34% yes. owned, six catches for 80 yards on 11 targets. Nice. Very exciting, absolutely. Yeah, Josh Gordon could come back in a few weeks. I think, I think two more games, but we'll see. Could come back. Corey Coleman, 34% owned. He'll be added in a lot of leagues. Giants 12, Chiefs 9. So we said we can kind of forgive Alex Smith. Can we kind of forgive Eli Manning? Is there any reason to own him? 61% owned at Washington on Thursday. Um, how's Sterling Shepard's headaches? Let's say Shepard plays. Then yeah, he's he'll be a, a top 15 quarterback. Orleans Dark was not bad. He gets about 70 no. rushing yards every week now. Yep. Yeah, I, he's a... Uh, I, I think you have to view him as a top 20 running back ahead of a lot of those guys that we've talked about so far today. Ahead of Darkwa, ahead of, ahead of Mixon, ahead of Martin. Yep. Ahead of Lynch, ahead of Peterson, all those guys. Samaj P. Ryan, Orleans Darkwa. Um, I think for the rest of the season, I'd probably say Darkwa. Were you really angry with this game? I, I kind of was, but then like, after the early games, I checked my scores to see how things are going, and I saw that I was crushing you in the FFT League, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Okay. It was such a nice feeling to not care at all about the outcome of the game. Like, I don't care. I want, I, I don't want them to lose, but I want them to draft one of those great quarterbacks. So. Right. It was a pretty bad, bad, bad win for them. Worst loss for the Chiefs. Minnesota 24, Rams 7. How about that Vikings defense? So, what do you think about Jared Goff going forward? Is he anything other than a matchups guy? And he's got the Saints next week. I don't think I'm going to shy away from him against the Saints at home next week. Um, I, I'm a little bit concerned about him rest of season. He's going to be a, a low-end number one or high-end number two. We expected this. It was a little worse than what we expected, but we, we expected him to come back to earth a little bit. Yeah, uh, definitely. And... Anything else from this game? Anything? Well, we talked about Minnesota's running backs. Sammy Watkins, 91% owned. Drop or hold? It really seems like maybe you can't just guarantee somebody's going to score a touchdown when he's getting two to three targets every week. So, yeah. Yeah. I I don't. He's a boom-bust flex play each week. But he's going to bust more often than he booms. Who would you rather have rest of season? Robert Woods, if he's healthy, or Stephon Diggs? Diggs. New Orleans 34, Washington 31, the other overtime game. And Bonanza, oh, the Bonanza. I got it four in a row. Bonanza by the Bayou. I don't know uh, what we need to take. Uh, Ted Ginn, he's interesting. Ted Ginn or Robert Woods? I think I would still say Woods. Okay. Um, this was, I, I was a little bit concerned, and I haven't seen the snap counts yet, because Ginn's production really dropped last week, and it looked like Willie Sneed was starting to get more involved. I know Sneed got some targets in this game, but when Ginn catches all of his targets, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he did it again. That's incredible. So he had six catches for 87 yards. Good game. Big game for fantasy. We like it. Tampa Bay 30, Miami 20. Um, Mike Evans. Magic. Mike Evans still doesn't have 100 yards in a game. That's weird, um, but I, I was encouraged by uh, the way Fitzmagic played, and I think he's going to still be a number one wide receiver the rest of the way. Fantasy's funny, man. I was so mad. I I was going to pick up Jay Cutler, but I picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick. Cutler was on waivers. Fitzpatrick was a free agent. And I was like, you know what? The next day I'm going to drop Fitzpatrick to pick up Cutler because Cutler cleared waivers. I didn't want to give up my waiver wire priority for whatever reason. 
Somebody else beat me to it. They picked up Cutler. I was so mad. Turned out to be a 20-point difference. Ryan Fitzpatrick was better than Jay Cutler. And I think we can pretty much say that it's a fact that the Cameron Brait is not a thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick as quarterback. That is true. Deshaun Jackson, two catches, 28 yards, and a touchdown. Are you confident in him going forward? Not at all. Me either. Me either. Would you drop Deshaun Jackson? No, I'd rather drop Emmanuel Sanders. I think I might drop Deshaun Jackson for Devontae Booker. That would just depend so much on your team. Yeah. Like on our team, I we have Deshaun Jackson, and I absolutely would not. Because we have Devontae Parker, who we can't trust anymore. Well, and we have LaShawn McCoy, DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry, and Alex Collins. Yes, you named, what do we need Devontae you named Booker one for? reliable running back. <laughs> uh, we don't have much fab left anyway, so don't worry about it. That's Heath Cummings. I'm Adam Azer. And we'll talk to you on Tuesday. We should have a full week of shows for Thanksgiving. And we'll be having some fun and getting you ready for the holiday. So thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you on Tuesday. It's all-